Coog's house. We're here to talk all about this NIL and money and we can legally pay stuff. We're going to get all into it with our buddy Ryan Monso in just one second. You are Locked On Cougs, your daily podcast on the Houston Cougars, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Cougs, daily podcast about your Houston Cougars. I'm your host, Houston-born teacher and coach, Parker Angel, to break down all things Cougs. If you're a U of H fan, just a hater can stop by. Please be sure to subscribe down below. Make sure you uh, make us your first listen each and every day here at Locked on Cougs. Um, remember, we have 250 subscribers on YouTube. We're going to be giving away a T-shirt as well. So make sure you hit it, subscribe, and then to be entered in that contest. You can leave a comment. If you got nothing else to say today, tell us whether or not you think the ocean is haunted. And like I said, today we're joined by Ryan Monso, who is, I'm going to say, running Go Cougs. Uh, you can tell us more specifics on that in a second. But Ryan, how are you doing today? I am fantastic, Parker. How are you? I'm all right. Uh, you know, I'm looking forward to Virginia this weekend. How about that? <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, Ryan. I'm going to let you lead us off. I say you run Go Cougs because that's my introduction to you. But give us more specifics about what do you do with Go Cougs and what is Go Cougs? I am fully owned by GoCougs.com at this point. Uh, I started it five years ago. I'm a publisher. Um, we cover... U of H football and basketball, from a media perspective, we do a lot of analysis, commentary, film study, um, and some video stuff. Um, but we ha- we've grown and grown and have now added this NIL component, and now I am owned by the site. <laughs> so, you're, you're owned. We both have – I have the black one, you have the blue one. We both have – H-O-U-N-I-L shirts. Uh, H-O-U-N-I-L is a unique to Houston program. And so I want to hear specifically, you mentioned that's relatively new. What's your involvement with that? What is that? So from the beginning of NIL, the last July 1st, 2021, we knew we wanted to get involved in NIL. We couldn't figure out exactly how we were going to do that. And we kicked it around for a year and finally decided on a subscription model, much like gokooks.com is, with content directly from the players. But instead of the same old thing that you get in press conferences, we wanted to get real with them. We wanted to tell their stories and flip the script. It's not us uh, interviewing or, or writing about them. It's, it's players doing the content. And... We worked through it. We worked through it with, with subscribers. A couple of regents have helped out. Uh, just really like kicking it around, see what works for us. And then we started approaching different programs on campus and found that there was a huge interest in it. The players have not gotten the NIL opportunities that other schools have, have had with their players. And Houston Cougar men's basketball was probably the one that was most energetic about it. They're trying to compete on a national stage. And I mean, at the very top of that national stage and the people all around them in the polls and the net and everything else, the people that are going to sweet 16s, elite eights, final fours, their NIL programs are massive and they have five or six or eight groups 
that are each doing their own bucket and contributing to a, a, a vast sum that players are able to earn for their name, image, and likeness. Well, so talk me through that because intuitively, and I mentioned this in pre-pod and I want to hear your answer, I would have assumed University of Houston is in the city of Houston, whereas like we, we just played basketball against Alabama. They're in Tuscaloosa, right? Like, like, admittedly, that's a big, big national fan base, and that might not be the best example, but a lot of big college programs are in small towns. Right. And I would have thought Houston has the resources of a big city. It's moving to the Big 12 next season. It's not a small school. It's got a bunch of alumni across the yep. state. I would have thought all of those lead to kind of a lot of opportunities for kids and a lot of chance. I would have thought this is a the NIL thing would kind of become a city schools game the same way like we saw USC flip around. So what's going on with that? And, and why are you the only dog in town? Well, first off, we're not the only dog in town. There's several NIL groups. There's Linking Cougs. There's Hoop and Holler. There's more to come, I believe. Um, and, and we're happy that all of them prosper, and we want that. Uh, but to go back to your first question, the big city versus small town, the reasons that make Houston a great city to live in and a great place to be work against them, the city in NIL. Fortune 500 companies, Exxon, Shell, they're not in this space. For the most part, this space is dominated by smaller companies and, and fans. And if you go to Tuscaloosa, it's car dealerships. It's restaurants that need the football and basketball and baseball programs to survive. And so people are in, in smaller markets and communities, you know, having the players successful, making sure the players don't transfer out is important to them. And to keep those teams at the top is important. Whereas the city of Houston with, with you know, four major sports teams, a minor league baseball team in Sugarland. There's a lot going on, and it's not the same as in other small towns. You bring up USC; they're a private school, and they're just able to do things a little differently. Uh, it's working for one sport at USC football because they brought in a, a major uh, coach and a and a, a, a well Heisman winning quarterback now, and also got a big bump from the Pac-12 to a, the Big Ten. So it's working there. It's, it's just not like Georgia Tech in Atlanta. It's not, they're not having massive success with this, whereas other schools in that state, obviously Georgia, uh, are. And it's just a, a component for the businesses of, of being in a smaller community. Uh, fans can get involved in, in collectives at other schools or through a subscription site like ours. Um, but U of H is a little behind in that, probably a year behind other schools. The school was slow to embrace NIL. They really didn't understand it. The marketing and fundraising efforts were uh, concentrated elsewhere. And also Texas law does inhibit a little bit Obviously, that didn't hurt Texas A&M football. It's not hurting Texas football. But U of H is just a little behind, and it's time to catch up. You jump into the Big 12. You're on this huge national stage with basketball already. Um, and if, if 
fans just I, I think it's more need to be educated than anything else. It's not that they want it less than other than other fans or other programs. It's just U of H fans don't quite understand what NIL is and how they can get involved. You're hanging out with some friends, putting back a few drinks. A few becomes too many. As the evening comes to an end, people start to head out. You think about calling for a ride, but nah, you live nearby. You can make it home safe. It's no big deal. What are the odds you get pulled over anyway? And even so, what's the worst could happen? Your insurance goes up. You lose your license, your job, total your car. You kill someone. Everyone knows the risk of driving drunk. The results are tragic and often deadly. However, that doesn't stop everyone from getting behind the wheel under the influence. That's why police officers are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on our roads to save lives. So if you think it's okay to drive after a few drinks, think again. Play it safe and plan ahead to get a ride. It only takes one mistake to change your life or someone else's forever. Drive sober or get pulled over. Well, so talk to me some about um, what can we do? I mean, obviously, this is a growing show. It's only about six or eight weeks old. Um, but in growing, we, we do have some people that listen to us and, and like the Cougs. What can we do to, to educate? What do people need to know about the Cougs? What do people need to know about H-O-U-N-I-L and how they can help? So our thing is we are fans first. A lot of other NIL groups, even Lincoln Cougs here at the University of Houston, are business focused. They're looking to broker deals between players and businesses. Uh, they're, like, they're looking to do a much larger scale than what we're trying to do in terms of individual deals. Uh, at HOU NIL, we have subscription models based on normal people, based on all sorts of incomes. Uh, we have sponsors, we have companies that are working with us and that have been fantastic, but it's not our focus because business objectives change, business marketing budgets change, but fans are forever. You know, the fans are what carry the program day to day and you can have major sponsors, but they can go away. Fans don't. And so what we're looking for is fans to subscribe at HOUNIL.com or at gokooks.com. Plans start at $20 a month, and we get that money into the, play, the, the hands of players. It doesn't go to the school. There's no, you know, it's not a stop off before, and then it's to the, the players. The players are compensated by H-O-U-N-I-L for their involvement. So if a guy like Jamal Shedd, who's been very involved in video, in writing essays, and hosting a, a new video show called Talking About Them Cougars. He is being compensated for every time he does a piece of content for us. Other players come on, they're being compensated. And so our goal is to be a sustainable source of revenue for these players. In our NCAA rules limit them to 20 hours a week of practice. We obviously know that's not really the real world. And it's not that they practice more or they break any rules. It's that their involvement in basketball goes so far beyond that. It's right. the training. It's the, the, I mean, you're with your teammates 24 hours a day. You're, they're in the facility 24 hours a day. They obviously can't go get jobs. They can't go do other things. At other schools, 
they get compensated just for being on the basketball team. You're hearing about six and seven figure deals at Kansas, at Texas Tech, at Texas, at OU, right in the conference we're walking into in six and a half months. The the earliest I remember was Miami was got, there was some gym in right. town that was going to give the whole football team it was six figures just to work out at their gym. Right, and they the, uh, Derek King had a deal with a moving company, if I recall, and I don't know how that worked, but uh, the companies came in at, when, at in July of 2021. There was a huge splash, and that's all people heard about was big companies putting big dollars into this, and. I think a lot of fans thought, okay, this is a them issue. Those people that have money, that have companies, they're doing this. But in fact, it's everybody. It's got to be a lot of different buckets for football and basketball, women's basketball, and a national track and field program, baseball. There's a lot of buckets. There's a lot of athletes. For us, there's a lot of athletes that have stories to tell. And we're really focused on helping them tell those stories, helping them figure out the best way to put them together and how to get them online and in front of people. Jamal Shedd wrote a two-piece essay that was fantastic. It got picked up nationally. Um, It was mentioned on television, on ESPN, on, on all sorts of different things because it was just so well done. And it took you inside playing point guard for Kelvin Sampson. Ryan Elvin wrote an essay about his dad passing away last season, right before last season. And it was powerful. It was, it was something I'd never read a player in college write. And that's the sort of thing we're trying to do, is give fans things they don't see elsewhere. Well, and as you mentioned, these are also insights. It's A, access that you don't see elsewhere, right? Like, we don't get to talk to Ryan or Jamal on a daily basis. Although, shout out, if you listen to this, we'd like to talk to you and I'll find a way to get $20 or something like that. <laughs> um, but, but I do think it's interesting to say that like, it's access to these guys in a way that is, I mean, I guess I want to say unprecedented, although you're seeing it pop up with the NIL deal, but it's a way that Houston is kind of catching up. Um, and it's kind of new to the sports fan. Like People that have been yeah. Houston sports fans since Five Slam Jamma, we didn't get to talk to Hakeem in the same way, right? right. Like Clyde Drexler wasn't talking to us in the same way. Um, and, I would think that there's a natural perceived benefit to that for fans. What are you seeing out of fans? Uh, They love the content and they love the access and the personalities. The thing that I have found, I've spent a lot more time with this basketball team than I've spent with any other team I've ever covered. And I've been doing this 20 plus years. They had all, everybody, everybody on the team has a personality. And you don't see that in all sports. And they're genuinely close as people. Like the whole team is, is close in a way that I've never seen. And they suffered a setback against Alabama. And that is, the last 15 minutes is unexplainable to me. Uh, but these guys have personality. They have stories to tell. And they're interesting. And they're funny, too. And I didn't expect funny. Um, they trash talk each other. They trash talk me, which I love because I give it right back. Um, I never thought that was going to be a part of this, but I'm kind of <laughs> glad it is. So it's just been a real learning experience for me, and hopefully it's been a learning experience for fans. The videos, the podcasts, 
the essays are, it's just so different. And we're trying to find different ways to present this, to get it to fans. Um, and as the site grows, as subscriber base grows, we're able to do more. We're able to pay more for individual pieces of content, um, but also expand our reach. And I would like us to get to the point where we're able to work with every single athlete at U of H that wants to do this across all sports. And there are some hurdles to that and we're figuring it out, um, but we're gonna get there. And it's gonna be because fans embrace this, embrace their teams and realize that the way to compete at the highest level is we all have to step up. All right. This episode is brought to you by betonline.net. Betonline is your number one source for sports betting info, stats, and news and analysis. Get the latest odds and trends in every professional amateur league out there from football to basketball, soccer, esports. Got it all at betonline.net. If you love sports podcasts, hint, hint, nudge, nudge. Uh, this is the best place to get your betting fix. They always have the fastest, easiest ways to do it. Head to the website today. Use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline.net is where the game starts. They've got the Houston Cougars as a six and a half point favorite in the Independence Bowl. I'm going to tell you from now until December 23rd to hammer that over. It looks like uh, Clayton Toon is playing quarterback. It looks like Tank Dell is playing wide receiver. And I don't think of anyone in Louisiana, this side of the New Orleans Saints, that can cover that combo. So I'm saying hit the Cougs, hit the over. Do it today at betonline.net. Betonline.net is where the game starts. Well, so when you say compete at the highest level, I think, uh, and this is me playing devil's advocate, Ryan, because I would agree. Um, Mm -hmm. The cynic, though, will say, well, the basketball team is already competing at the highest level, right? The Mm -hmm. the basketball team was just in the Final Four 18 months ago, right? Like, they would say, like, we've been doing this. Why do you need $20 out of my pocket every month? Like they'll say something cynical. So what is the impact? How does this, and to use Samson's phrase, impact winning? So number one, the final four was before NIL started. Number two, everybody else is doing this. And they're using this with the transfer portal, with talking to marketing representatives to get people's interest in perhaps moving. And that's the part that you haven't seen here yet, but it's inevitably going to come, is that schools are using NIL as a recruiting tactic. Used to, they talked bad about you. Your coach is leaving. Your coach is getting fired. This program isn't built for success. They did everything. Now they say, we've got a car dealership. We've got a company that's going to help you launch a mustard line, you know, And so that is the part that is missing, is that this is now a retention tool. We interviewed Kellen Sampson on NIL just a few weeks ago. It's on gokooks.com. And Kellen said there are two components to players now. After you get them recruited and in the door, you've got to develop them, and you've got to do a great job developing. And that program, it speaks for itself what they do, developing athletes. But then you have to retain those guys. You know, it doesn't help anybody for the program to bring a guy in, to recruit him, to sign him, to get him in, to get him in the weight room, bulk him up, develop him as a player, and then he transfers out. That doesn't help anybody. At this school, the players are getting the very best instruction, the very best coaching. 
they've got a close-knit group. But you can get that at other schools. If that other school also says, here's a quarter million dollars a year, and you come from inner city Houston, you know, you went to Milby, and your family's never seen anything like that, well, you have to listen. You have to be interested. And this is a way for the University of Houston, its fans, to say, we're competing. We're going to be this. And it's, it's a difficult thing, but I believe it's going to work, and people are going to get it, that if you want to stay on this mountaintop, you've got to compete in every which way. Facilities, coaching staff, attendance at games, and an NIL. Well, and I think what's interesting is it's just another way like, all right, you know, admittedly, the resale value of some of those tickets to Alabama game last weekend, like that that got kind of expensive for the average Joe. I guess if, you know, if you had to buy them in resale mark as opposed to the first couple times they were available or whatever, mm-hmm. this is a way more accessible way to me for the average fan. Like, let's say, like, I, I pay XYZ for uh, Spectrum every month and I can't, I can't f- fudge out $150 for tickets here and there, but I can do $20 a month. Right. right. Um, what what other like you mentioned, uh, there was a podcast here and an essay there. What kinds of things that twenty dollars a month gets you if I'm trying to be like, I can get I can do twenty dollars. So it gets you access to all the content on H.O.U.N.I.L. dot com. Uh, we're trying to put out between four and six pieces a week. Um, that all has to go through me. And it turns out I am this huge bottleneck, but we're getting there. Uh but it's, you know, it's three or four pieces of content a week right now. It's good stuff. You get access to all the content on gokoops.com, which there's three to five pieces of content a week there as well. Uh, there's a, a forum, a fan forum, that has former players. It has really knowledgeable people, and you get a lot of information there. Uh, the NIL group is going to start doing events, watch parties, there's going to be a big blowout after the men's basketball season. Uh, you get access to that. Uh, and then, you know, I'll talk to you. And so, you know, there are some benefits and <laughs> there are some things that aren't really worth that much. But uh, the most important thing is that the money is going to players and it is helping them in situations that we don't think about every day. The players get their school paid for, their tutors paid for, their meal plans paid for, but they don't get parking paid for. Parking now is $800 to $1,000 a year at the University of Houston. Well, that money has to come from somewhere. They also, also, if they get into the tournament, for instance, I'm going to just say this, Parker. If the team gets into the tournament, which you fully expect, families get tickets through the NCAA. But the school in the NCAA does not pay for travel, a plane ticket, a bus ticket. It does not pay for hotel rooms or meals or anything like that. And so families are finding out at the same time fans do where you're going and when you're playing. So they're stuck with the same prices on flights, you know, on three days notice that fans are. And if you're recruiting guys that don't come from a lot, this is a huge challenge, and this is a huge problem. There have been players in the last two or three years go to the tournament, and their families cannot afford to go. 
They just can't afford it. We're talking to players and saying, let's put some of, you know, let's think about this. Let's put some of this money aside to make sure that your family can get to your NCAA tournament games, to get to, for instance, Virginia this weekend in Charlottesville. That's not an easy place to get to, by the way. No. I've, been, I've been working on this. It's not easy. <laughs> no, uh, it's not. And so let's get them to those. I mean, Virginia's probably going to be number one in the country. You go, I realize you're just number one, but you go beat number one. That's a big deal. And you get in the tournament, you beat number one Arizona, uh, uh, the number one seed. Families, I mean, they should be there. They should be experiencing these moments. These are probably going to be like the first line of people's obituary was the on the Houston Cougar team that played in the Final Four. And, you know, one of the things we're focused on is making sure that these guys have the opportunities to get their families to Final Fours, to events, bowl games, championship games, whatever. Yeah, and I was going to say that there's some of it that feels like common sense. Like you mentioned the parking. Um, it, but you can't live in Houston and not have a car. I mean, you can, but it's very, very difficult to live in the city and not have a car, much less not have somewhere to park it. And then, like, there's, you know, stories from every tournament, it feels like, about athletes that, like, have their family stay in their hotel room, like, just one yep. of them sleeps on the ground or whatever, right? Um, just, and that's just, happened here. I mean, that that is absolutely 100% happened in the last two tournaments. And it's been two phenomenal tournament runs that bring in a lot of revenue across like the biggest picture spectrum of sports. Mm -hmm. And so again, $20 a month is our way to help out with like trying to make sure the best we can that we help out with those kinds of things. Um, it's just, it just feels like like $20 a month that it just, it has to stack up. We have to all do it. We saw, I think they said the number and effort the Alabama game in the Fertitta center was almost 8,000. Like mm -hmm. if you had 8,000 times $20 a month, all of a sudden you have a lot of money to kind of start throwing around to do this with. Um, yeah. Obviously we're going to put links to these kind of things in the description of the episode. So make sure you click on them and get involved. But Ryan, um, what other ways are aside from you're talking to a bunch of people, we're not the first show you've talked to. Um, what ways are y'all getting the word out on HOU and IL? Number one is education. Just because people are so unfamiliar with what NIL is and how they can be involved. Uh, we're doing it through social media, through YouTube, through going on shows like this. Uh, we're trying every which way we can. We are about to start hosting some events in person for season ticket holders, for people that go to games, and on Zoom um, to get the people that we have involved in HOU NIL to talk to fans and, and answer questions and explain exactly what we're trying to do. We're working to get uh, more people as ambassadors, as part of our advisory board, um, former players, big name players that obviously everybody would know. To get involved, um, we've had a lot of great talks and I'm excited that the, the possibilities that we have of guys that want to be involved. Galen Robinson is very actively involved. He's the godfather of Cougar basketball. Um, he loves that title, by the way. Uh, he, he does. And uh, he, he made his own stinking Letterman jacket. <laughs> he did. And they're it's great. a pretty jacket. A pretty jacket. Uh, he just, like, it was like, I guess he's in charge of making letter jackets. <laughs> he just, he, he's in charge of whatever he wants to be. I mean, 
when he got here, there were 300 people a night at Hot Finds, and now you had 7,800 people in a sellout, amazing atmosphere. The best atmosphere. I've been to a lot of big games. You have to go back to Clyde's first game as head coach for an atmosphere like that in a basketball arena at U of H. And that was 1998, so you're talking 24 years. And that was not sustained. This is going to be sustained. And it's so much fun and exciting to be around it and to be a very, very small part of it, covering the team and then also doing uh, NIL stuff for them. Definitely. Uh, Ryan, we have the Twitter handle at GoCougs down below. I imagine you're going to also want to steer people to the websites. Uh, Again, we'll link GoCougs and H-O-U-N-I-L in the description. Where else can people find you at and the work you're doing uh, to kind of talk to you more about this? Well, GoCougs.com is where we we do all of our content. That's updated daily. Uh, H-O-U-N-I-L, updated a lot on Twitter, on Facebook, on Instagram, all at GoCougs1, on YouTube at GoCougs. Is there another social media that I'm involved in? I don't remember. Uh, That seems like it. I'm not on TikTok, so that's definitely not an issue. We need to get uh, we need to get Jamal. Them. We need to get Jamal to show you TikTok. That's the deal. That's what we got to do. Yeah, but nobody wants to see a, an old white guy dancing around. <laughs> I mean, it just doesn't. <laughs> I don't want to see it. You don't want to see it. So, yeah, if we could figure out TikTok, maybe, but that's probably <laughs> not happening. Thank you so much for your time, Ryan. Again, it's important awesome. work. It's competitive work. It's it it does impact winning, like we're talking about here. It's a way we can all get involved. Um, Thank you all for tuning in today. Again, Locked On Cougs, the proud member of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Go Cougs, Ryan. Go Cougs.com.